How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Friday, November the 12th. Hello, my friends. Uh, unfortunately, not a huge day for news, and so I think I'm kind of just going to talk at you for a little bit about all the things that were in the headlines, but I'm not really able to give that much depth to. Let's get into it here. One of the things that popped up is Battlefield 2042. Now, some outlets have already given out some reviews. I think most outlets have given like a review in progress or I guess discussions based out of previews. And there's certainly a lot of positivity for the game. I think if you like Battlefield, you'll end up liking this Battlefield. But I am seeing a lot of discussion around the fact that it's, it is a little different. They've made some design choices that are not very in sync with previous titles. And I think in general, that's a good thing. It's always good to iterate on a, on a franchise. But whether or not that's for the better or for the worse is probably going to be up to the individual. So if you're interested in purchasing it, definitely, you know, watch some footage and see what's new. See if it might appeal to you. Oh, what's next here? Let's go to the Nintendo Switch, where it has been announced that Twitch is now available on the console. So it works in both portable and docked mode. And the app works in the same way that it works pretty much anywhere else, on your phone or on your Xbox or whatever. I think the big exception is that you're actually not going to be able to see chat, whereas on other platforms you can have it as like an optional on or off. It's kind of inconvenient, but if you want to get access to chat, then you have to scan a QR code and do it on your phone. Anyway, it's there. I'm surprised it wasn't there already. I thought it was. Uh, we talked about the Steam Deck yesterday getting delayed. Well, we have another console delay here. It is an indie console called the Playdate. And uh, if you've never heard of it, the Playdate is super interesting. It's this throwback to the Game Boy. It's yellow, and it has a crank on the side, which is really, really cool. They have a bunch of custom games being made for the platform that utilizes this crank. So the Playdate was previously going to be sent out late this year, and now it's being sent out early next year. However, unlike other delays or most other delays, they didn't blame this on COVID or, or shortages. Uh, they actually found a problem with manufacturing and battery life. So it came off the supply line and they were like, uh, this thing is dying way too quick. So they're replacing all of their batteries. After that, we can talk about the Microsoft Store. If you have ever attempted to download an Xbox game off of PC, you'll know that it is quite the laborious process. And it seems like they're doing some improvements. They're making it easier to find games. They're saying that downloads are going to be more reliable and faster. And I think most importantly, in order to better enable mod support, they're going to be allowing you to access the local files of the game. So, you know, if you're on Steam, you can like easily see all of the files that compose the game, right? But on Xbox, they were always hiding it. And so now they're making it available like Steam or like GOG, so that if you want to mod your game, you can. It was very difficult to do before. And I think the only other thing I'll mention here is that you should exercise caution when it comes to the Grand Theft Auto remasters that are coming out today. You might remember the very lengthy title of Grand Theft Auto, the Trilogy, the Definitive Edition, which brings together Vice City, San Andreas, and GTA 3. Uh, it appears as though reception is not great. Rockstar did not send out review codes prior to release, and now that people are playing it, they're going, ah, this isn't very good. So just a heads up. Okay, so folks, thank you so much for tuning in. It's super appreciated. Before we take it away, I just want to announce to all of my TGO patrons that the postcards have been sent. Okay, so I brought them to the post office today. And if you don't get your postcard within the next month or so, then probably something has gone wrong. Please DM me. 
and we'll try and get you another one. And hey, if you're listening and you would like to support the show, maybe throw me a cup of coffee, please head on over to patreon.com slash thegamingobserver. Unfortunately, the postcard offer is now unavailable, but your help would be appreciated nonetheless. And I'd also like to thank our TGO producers, Anna Marie, Andrew, Anthony, Bernie, Emmanuel, Rail, Rawdeath21, Red Flem, Rob Matsker, and Telesthesia. Thank you all so much, my friends. That's all for now. Until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Hey, folks, you know what I did today? I finished... Oh, crap, was this today? Yeah, I think this was today. I, I finished Remedies Control. No, this was yesterday. Yeah, 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 yeah. This was yesterday after the After Show. I finished the campaign. It was a lot of fun. It was a great game. It did not overstay its welcome. I totally did not understand the ending at all. And I'm not going to spoil it here, but to be honest, I don't even know that I could spoil it because I have no idea what went on. I had to I had to look up the explanations of the ending <laughs> uh, after I finished it. I was like, I don't, I don't get what I just watched. And so I Googled it and then I realized I missed a couple of key plot points. Despite like totally and fully immersing myself in the game and trying to understand everything. I'm just really bad at getting it, you know? I need things laid out for me. I, I will never be one to criticize an obvious plot line. Some people are smart enough that they need things to, to challenge them and to, make, to get them thinking. I am not that person. I wish I could be that person. I've always admired that person. Shelby is that person. When she reads books, she's always analyzing it and looking deeper and everything. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. It was good. I like the character. <laughs> so anyway... Yeah, I'll talk more about, like, my overall thoughts of the game on a weekend show, but I'm probably gonna play some side quests. I did some searching, and it seems like the side quests are at least as good as the main quest, so that makes me want to play them. Uh, and then I'm gonna consider- I'm gonna consider the DLC, honestly. Again, I did some searching, and people were saying that they were good, so I don't play DLC very often, but I'm gonna go through the side quests right now and just see how I feel about it. And maybe I'll hold off a little bit on the weekend show, and I'll just play the DLCs, and then I can talk about the whole experience. I'm trying not to rush myself into a new game, because I always want to play new games, and that's fine. I don't want to pun it, I don't want to say that's a bad thing, necessarily. But I'm, I also really enjoyed my time with Control, and I want to continue that experience without later on regretting the fact that I never played the DLC for the game or something like that, you know? Anyway, what else is going on? Oh, I'm, I'm going to be trying a social media-esque blackout, or black, I don't know why I said social media-esque, a blackout-esque on social media. Ba basically, not a full blackout, but a attempt at, at stopping myself from, like, doom scrolling. I spend so much of my free time, or just absent-minded time, where I have 5 to 15 minutes here and there, just, like, scrolling Reddit for no reason, or Twitter, or Instagram, or Facebook, probably all of those at once. And I found that it was negatively contributing to my mental health. Most significantly in the fact that in the 10 minutes where I was doing that, I could have been doing something like, I don't know, sweeping the floor, reading a book, playing a video game on my phone. I'm not trying to make myself like ultimately productive at all moments, but I also think I could get a lot more value out of being like, hey, let's just like watch an episode of The Office instead of doom scrolling on Twitter. Because one of those things makes me sad, and one of those things makes me happy. I'm wasting time either way. It's not that I'm trying to stop wasting time. It's that I'm trying to 
feel better <laughs> and not not be so tuned in to everything going on on social media. It's a real brain drain. So I'll let you know how that goes. I deleted the icons off of my phone so that uh, I don't instinctively open it up. And as for the computer, I mean, that's more of a mental game. That'll be me having to not hit my bookmarks. Oh, maybe I should just delete the bookmarks. That would make sense. But I kept YouTube around. I kept Twitch around. Like, like I said, like I get enjoyment out of those things. Those things make me happy actively. And so if I can at least do that instead of doing nothing or read a book or so, I don't know, anything, we'll see how it goes. You know, I'm going to try doing it for at least a couple days. And then if it goes well, I'll keep doing it. Or if I'm like, eh, turns out this isn't what was making me feel bad, then uh, I guess it doesn't matter in the end. But at a macro level, I can understand how my brain would not like social media. Anyway, I'm out of here. I got to watch Survivor. I'm a weekly Survivor t- uh, viewer now. I, there's, this is the first time in my life that I've watched something on a weekly basis. I've, I've only ever been a binge watcher. And uh, yeah, I'm out of here. Thanks, folks. Talk tomorrow. <laughs>